I never, ever forgot that Juice was in a pickle. He's not doing anything wrong. He's just in a pickle. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. Okay. Uh, Here we go again. We're not going to tell everybody what we just did, but we just did it anyway. And now here we are again. But due to my uh, agility, I did figure out what was wrong. (laughs) Your brilliant eyesight of understanding what we had done to not be recorded the right way the first time, you went, Coopsie, hang on a second. We better do it again. And we did. But you never know. Justin might edit that in. So you might see us side by side. He might edit it in. We never know with him. Or this might be the new opening. Point is, (laughs) we messed up again. But here we are. So after however long we've been doing this, feels like 47 years, eventually we're going to figure this out. I'm not sure we ever will. And you know what? That's part of the charm, part of the charm of the show. I think it's the the part of the charm of the show. Yeah. But it's a little odd because I would feel like, and I don't listen to any, Oh, that's, that's a lie. I listen to a few other podcasts, but they're more, um, they're different. They're different kinds. And I don't really listen to ones like this. And I would assume that people have studios or like they just have a better grip on the situation. (laughs) We're kind of flying by the seat of our pants where literally we run into these things and we're like, hit record. (laughs) It's been like that forever. Never change. It's never going to change. And I got to, I got to tell you why, because we don't stop working. That's right. And we're moving. We are moving and shaking. We're on we're on trees all day long, falling yeah. out of them. Are yeah. we falling on our feet, yeah. on our ass, on our yeah. head? What are we doing? But we always get it in. I gotta tell you, when when and we always we never miss a week. And that's like literally we don't miss. And I gotta tell you something. When oh, fuck when you, another don't miss a week. That's gotta be on a t-shirt down the line. Yeah, Go ahead. A fucking week. So Not when a fucking week. So when we're done with our podcast, I have to hit end. Like we don't have any engineers here. Justin gets all the, <laughs> Justin, Justin and Carolyn get this stuff when we're done, right? So I have to hit end. And what it'll say. Thank goodness for that. I know. And what it'll say is your recording will be emailed to you shortly. And I got to tell you, it's like my ass is in a vice grip until I see that at the end, because yeah. then I'm like, did we just do this whole fucking thing? We were rec- Can you right? imagine spending an hour and 15 minutes with Kim Coates and you didn't even hit record? And we didn't fucking record it. Woo! And that's why it's, I don't know how I masked the pressure of this technological thing, because I do. Time when it happens, You're Theo Rossi. That's what you do. Every time when it happens, I'm like, oh, okay, we got it. The file's going to work. <laughs> it's going to work. Another week. We got it. Hey, um, we fired off some beautiful welcoming videos to like 25 new Reaper crew level on the Patreon. That's, that yeah, was we just cool. did a bunch of those today. That we was did fun 25 to do. of them today. I felt pretty good about that. Um, no one has a last name anymore, according to these videos. Um, <laughs> but we did them all. No matter we where we did. are, we got them done. And then uh, and then we're, we're rocking and rolling. Do you know what episode this is of season five? No. I think it's like nine. Oh, yeah, it is. Episode nine, season five. Do you want uh, me to say what the title is? Yeah, please. I don't know what it is. Andare Pescare. Okay, what is it? Andare Pescare. 
Sure. That's my Italian. Bastardo. Piso Gironetti. Tu me begin for stupido. Look. Grazie, prego. I do know what it means, but I can't for the life of me figure out what the fuck it means for this particular show. The, the direct translation in English is go fishing. Uh, go fishing. That's the cabin. Has to do with the fishing cabin. Okay. Sure. Some Frank, Frankie in the fishing cabin. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. Because I just watched it last night. So I there know. you go. Go fishing. Let's do some business before we get into the show. So I released those images of the new drop that's coming. We can't is, wait. Uh, yeah. It's the pin, which I'm so, cause I'm a big pin guy. Can't I wait. Pins on my denim jackets. Megan calls it my flair. I like my flair. Yep. So we got that dope Reaper pin coming. Dope. Then, then we got those two new shirts coming. Exciting. Uh, that should be October 1st, we're hoping. So in a couple Caesar. of Caesar. Yeah, Caesar, standard print. Standard print coming up. Excited for that. Um, we're rocking and rolling here on Reaper. We're going to do a new theory this week. I think we're oh, yeah, we are. behind, but we're going to do a new one. Yeah. Um, I think we probably have another Q&A coming up soon. That'll be in two weeks, 10 days. Yeah, yeah you bet. We have our welcome video. We have a ton of new members on our on our sh- on our channel on our theory fam, and yep. uh, everybody's been amazing. The community's amazing. Um, I always want to you know remind people that um, kindness is the greatest thing to do. So let's continue that little movement we have going of everybody being super kind and uh, kind of realizing that like what we're in this for, right? Like the end of the day entertainment is supposed to be enjoyable. All entertainment is supposed to be enjoyable. Look at this as a form of entertainment, which makes it a synonymous with a form of enjoyment. Yeah. If there is any stress or anything coming from a type of entertainment you're consuming, um, my only recommendation, surely not an opinion, my only recommendation from knowledge is I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So uh, I hope you're getting as much enjoyment as we do out of this um, because we do love doing it. We had a great thing with Hursty, uh, Opie, the other day. We plan on doing more of those kind of long form kind of things, right? Can you just believe that we sat there in different parts of the world, finally being able to get a hold of Ryan, you and me at the same time, and just hitting record. And you guys were already talking for 20 minutes before I could hop on. Yeah. And it was seamless. It was an hour. It was funny. The stories, I'm starting to figure out that our peeps, Theo, they love the stories, man. I they, love the stories. I love the stories. So much I don't know. There's right? so much you don't know. So much we forget. And this weekend, I got to go to Dallas with uh, Ronnie. Ronnie. The Pearl. Pearlman and Ryan Hurst, a.k.a. Opie and Clay. There was a bunch of other people there. Robert Patrick was there. Uh, Yay. Yeah. Many others, many, many others. We were mainly with uh, Mark Paul Gossier, played uh, Zach on Saved by the Bell and many other things. And a bunch of other you know, friends that you and I have run into. It was my first con in two and a half years. Yeah, man. It was everything I hoped it could be and more. Um, it's funny. I mean, 
60, 70% of the people that come up are Reaper reviews and part of the theory fam and like so excited. Terrific. Love the show and love you. Where's Kim? Where's Kim? Terrific. Can't Why wait. His pasty ass not here. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, and they're super excited. They can't believe that we're almost at the end of the show. You know, uh, neither can I. Neither can I. And that brought me to a thing. Tell me what you think about this. I'm just going to throw it out there because uh, this kind of came through a bird or the wind or something. A lot of people have different episodes that they love. Um, a lot of, you know, fans, theory, fam, family, whatever. People all over the world just have different episodes that they love. I don't like doing contests of any type on this thing that we do because I always feel like you leave someone out. Like this is why contests suck, right? I think because like you have to pick a winner and then other people get kind of disheartened when they don't win. But one of the things I was thinking about, and I don't know when we would do it, is to potentially do an episode where we have like as our guest, like five of the members of the, the theory fam, like on this for like 20 minutes. Like where they come on and they get to, they have to watch the episode too. But I was just, I was thinking about this and it was kind of told to me and it was kind of like whatever. And it came to me and I was thinking about it. But the only reason why, as I've wrestled with it in my brain is that I feel like people would be left out and I don't know if I want to do that. So I just wanted to bring that up because we are always trying to find ways to incorporate everyone into this because it's not just about Kim and I, and it's, it's obviously so much bigger because we all create this together. So I don't know, maybe it is the Q and A's. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we'll do one like Q and a way where, uh, we record it or something. I don't know. What do you think? I think three things. Number one, we should do exactly that. I don't think anyone is going to be upset if they weren't, if, if, you know, like Justin's going to figure it out how we pick three or two or four or five you just you, you get you get lucky we pull you out of a hat it, it's just it's, right. it's just your lucky day then we're going to do it when it's over the holidays when you are at home i'm at home we're not filming in the month of december we're not going anywhere it's easy to lock us two down and justin then these three lucky winners because they're all lucky because trust me when i say this theo the other 800 2000 Three people on our, our, our subscription page will be so happy to see whoever it is to be on or, or uh, you know, I guess it's going to be everywhere. It's still on all our yeah, audio. It's, and everywhere. Stuff. Yeah. it's yeah. everywhere. They'll be thrilled for whoever. It's not about it's not a competition. Then it's just you got lucky. That's great. And 90 percent of our beautiful peeps don't want to be on this live anyway. They want to listen because they love to watch and they love to listen. So it might be something really cool to do in December. Yeah, I just always want to find ways to incorporate. You know, that's why we do obviously the merch stuff, so people feel included. Like there was so many rosy, all these, all these people that showed up in Dallas had like the shirts yep. on, and the whole thing. And no, we're doing it. it. Yeah, sounds so great. We're, just gonna, we're gonna figure out something. Um, so that's kind of all the business. I know we're gonna talk about uh, potentially our next guest or one of one of the three we're talking about. Is it? We have three majorly in line halfway up the ladder rungs and they're all ready to go. It's again, trying to just lock them down and we're ready. We're ready to go. Not next week, but the week after for sure. 
And I like this kind of way of just doing the interview, seeing how long it goes, and then we're either going to place it in an episode like we're doing right now, or yeah, it'll be greatest. a standalone. It's the greatest. Right? Yeah, it's, it's the a greatest. great idea. We see because some people we only want to talk to for 12 to 15 minutes, and some people we want to talk well, to. Well, they get tired of you after about 10, and 10 so seconds. they go, Coatsy, can't you just, and I go, no, no, Theo's the yeah. tech guy. No, he's going to talk. He's the guy who does it. Yeah. I just, you know, I just he's look there. pretty. Yeah, yeah. the wood. Me and my no. wood. <laughs> With my little birdies in the background. The wood and the birds. So come on. So let's get Andate into Piscotti. this. Let's get into this Piscotti. Uh, it opens <laughs> up with Jackson as kid. How good was that kid? One take. That's what I heard. That kid was good, right? He was One really take. Good. The bandage looked ridiculous on his head, but it was good. Kind of placed there out of like circumstance. Let's put it there. No. It, it reminds been- me of like the old days. Wrapped around his. You remember they used to have the toothache? They'd wear yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Three Stooges did that all the time. They wrap yeah. it around this. Way. Yeah, yeah. It's a little <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, so but it was a good fatherly scene for Jax. It was he good was to perfect. see yep. him smile and couldn't agree to, more. Yeah. Um, and then we go right to Gemma and Nero. You know, this is something I've realized about the show. Jax and Gemma really are the number one and two on the show. They're they're the the one they're the A and B They are they are the A and B storyline that kind of crosses. Correct. I think that when I first started this show, and probably you did too, I almost thought that it was more of like a Jack's Clay show, right? Correct. Yeah. Did it change, or do you think it started that way? It, it just evolved. It evolved. I really think that we had a shot in season two, three, and four to go one of two ways. Get more into the club. The club. Where does Chig live? Where does Juice? What's his house look like? Bobby, when he goes home, does he cook at home? Like, really, we could have gone that way into the club or not. And by not going more into the club, the big themes always revolved around Gemma and Jax. Certainly in season four when Clay became, became this anti-club getting in trouble beating up Gemma. he was on his way out in a way with the writers i think yeah and it really became son and and and, and mama you know I it was Gert- gertrude and hamlet club show huh i think i would like to see what a club show looked like i think everybody everybody wanted that or would like to have seen more of that maybe in a way season five it has calmed down now from four it's calmed down a bit i'm enjoying it but boy, oh boy, you want to talk about Jimmy coming on this show. And he was such a modest, unbelievable TV slash movie star to join our band of knuckleheads. And he is so fucking good on this show. So good. Every he, brings, he brings this scene that we're going to talk about, Theo. He brings out stuff in Katie that Katie's never played before. Well, she, that's what great actor, right? You're only as good as your dance partner. Well, and, there you, there you, you go. You know, something, you really are. I don't care how good of an actor you are, unless you're doing monologues with no one in the room, and then it's really you and the camera. Yep. You, you, you know you're better when you're working with a better actor. It's just the way it is. You're like, your whole game goes up. You're, you, you respond different. They keep you on your toes. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, I mean... Good for the makeup department that day because he got fully tatted up. So he's in makeup for like two hours just to put his shirt on at the top yep. of the scene, which is 
really so great. I, I was no don't get it, but so great. Yeah, it's like really you need to do that all. Um, but he has mannerisms and subtleties that are, I mean, they're just unbelievable. And he brings up his son. He wants her to meet his son, Lucius. Yeah, he can't. She just can't seem to bring herself to kind of tell him, you know, nope. this idea that she has. So we that's kind of it's a really great scene. Beautiful scene. Then we get to Clay meeting with the Italian mob trying to track down Frankie. That's what's yeah. his name's brother. Jeff Wincott. It's my boy Jeff. Yep. My very first TV program ever Michael in the Michael Wincott's of- brother. Correct. Michael Wincott's younger, older, not sure. Younger. Jeff's younger? Hmm. I think Jeff's not- younger. I think you're probably right. Not sure. Anyway, Jeff's great. Uh, my first TV gig in Toronto was with Jeff and Scott Highland. It was just so much fun. Jeff's really terrific. So he's back. Clay's yep. visiting him. Go find Frankie Diamonds. Yep. Yep. And then uh, and then we go to this Tara and Margaret scene. She's helping out, right? Jackson Tara discussing her going to see Otto. This is still in play. Yep. Which we can't wait to get to that scene. And and. Then, uh, and 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 she brings up that she's married, married now to Jax, who's a felon. Correct. So Theo she can't get into the prison. Uh, and what? She she won't be able to get into the prison. Mm. So if you're a nurse, apparently, according to Sons of Anarchy, I don't know if this is true in whatever world we're in right now, is that if you're married to a felon. You can't go help people in a prison. Thank I you. I was wondering true. what the big worry the on deal. Tara's face was. That's the deal. Gotcha. So let's say like if you and I are married and you're a felon and I go help someone in prison, you might be slipping me information to give. Oh, got you. Got you. Okay. That was the big worry. I didn't, I didn't understand where that came from. Yeah. Copy their that. assumption is like felons are felons. And yeah. that's just a shitty way to think. Um, but then he gets to call it. Chibs is all good. Um, which is funny. It just gives Tommy the ability to wear that hat, which we'll get to. in. The yeah. Next I mean, we, we get to the parking lot and we're welcoming back chips from that crack in the skull. Yeah. <laughs> My fave was DL. I mean, DL's entrance, whenever happy got, got to talk. Yeah. Did that th- Come on. It just made me so happy. I yeah. smile every time DL opens his mouth. I just fucking smile, man. Yeah, I feel like he hasn't been around much this season. He hasn't. Feel, no, he hasn't at all. And I can imagine well, neither. Have, have has take to be no, perfectly not at all like we're all i, I wrote of, that i have that in my notes i'm not joking i just go, have a note later that's like, the fuck is take you're really central because of the clay juice bond going but on but i'm not doing a lot but i'm there yeah but you know what and we talk about you and roosevelt coming up yeah so so juicy pants still has a nice thematic story yeah. going around whether you speak a lot or not i'm there for the one-liners right now yeah, Tig is not ever there until this whole Venus thing comes up, and and of course Pope at the end. But nonetheless, yeah, yeah. But it is, and that's weird, pretty explosive, right? and so it's really strange to me. So we find out, we find out, we found Frankie. Quinn found him. This is the first we hear of Quinn. Yeah, thank you. That is so right. We haven't met him. That's the no. first we hear of him. Yeah. And when I say hear of him, I'm sure he might have been mentioned earlier in another episode. Someone jumped down my throat, everybody. But what I'm saying is that's the first time I've heard of him. Yeah, it's a focal and point from DL, the Nomads, Quinn. Quinn's on it. Quinn, okay. Yeah, honestly. Quinn's played by Rusty Coons, who we'll meet later. Um, yeah. And now we all head to the table to plan this out. You know, these table scenes have a very, chapel scenes have such a different feel than they used to. 
they're just different. I guess now as a fan and as a, as a purveyor of this, cause you know, I'm kind of going on this ride like everybody else has many times and maybe some are doing it for the first time. The chapel scenes seem more like predictable in a way of like, okay, I know who's going to vote with who and I know who's going to do what. And they don't seem like the only real wild card in them is Clay's behavior, what Clay's going to do. But um, I don't know. Just No, you do. No, you do know. I look at them now and thank goodness we are. And we love watching this goddamn show. It really is something. We had a weight. There was a weight in the chair Mm. in the old days. And you never knew how I was going to freak out about Kozig or Piney at the end with with Clay. Mm. There was just a weight. Now the weight is gone. It's different. It's a different thing now. But it's uh, way more predictable. And yeah. It's just different. Yeah. And I guess you're right. There's no piney. There's no like, there's just something's off. I don't know. Yeah. There's but no whatever. at the table. He's gone. It's just off. It's just yeah. Different. Whatever. So uh, we can't, they say we can't kill Frankie. They need to trade him to Roosevelt. Bobby and Jack's a sidebarring, right? This is a big, I do. I do. But I do love the, 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 I love when, when Jack's goes all in favor of Frankie diamonds meeting Mr. Mayhem. That is that, that the first long, time we say Mr. Mayhem? I, I don't know if it's the first time, but it's certainly the first time I've really, really heard it. And what it really means within the club to take out one of our members meeting Mr. Mayhem. That's specific and that's the deal. Well, Love that, that, brings me, that brings me to our patches, the Men of Mayhem patches yeah. and all those patches we wore. Because, you know, if you know or have done any research on any 1% clubs or, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're basing our stuff on every patch does mean something correct meaning that something had been done or before yeah before earns you the patch correct you know juice has something coming up with that or maybe you already did i don't know um oh you already did but everybody you were were handed a patch by clay by clay yeah so when you get a patch it means you've done some some of ours were men of mayhem Right. Yep. What were some of the others? Do you remember? Oh, I don't. Neither do remember, I. Remember. But no. they're, they're, but they were great. They were just anyway. Yeah. But really all, pointed out by Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. So he says the Mister Mayhem. We all vote yes. That's a big deal, right? Big deal. So we realize that him and Bobby are sidebar. We can't kill Frankie. He says we need to trade him to Roosevelt. Yeah. Um, because you know he's going to tell us in exchange for that body who the rat is. Yeah. Wound up working out anyway, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah. Then Gemma is getting close to Clay. She's starting to kind of show and do whatever she needs to do. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you another problem I have here. I always have a problem with this, but I have a problem with this. We're starting again to pay Gemma as the good person. We're starting to pay, paint Gemma as the woe is me. Oh, Gemma has to do this stuff with Clay. Oh, but she loves Nero. Oh, man, she's going to have to do this and she won't be able to see her grandkids. Hold on, everybody. Can we not forget that she was involved in her husband's murder? Can we not forget that she married his best friend and that she's the controller behind all the bad stuff? Yeah, she's the Lady Macbeth. There's no doubt about it. So what are we doing? Why do we consistently try to paint her? as the good person and clay as this evil, horrible person who ultimately 
has always been controlled by her. Because we do. Because it's writing and it's the story. And, and you're absolutely right. It, it should be. What a great thing for, for Katie, though, to play Gemma with all these different emotions that she gets to play. So as a character, that's where you want to be. And she's right in the middle of it. So it's good for her. Well, I'm making my opinion be known. I don't like exactly. it. Exactly. No, okay? good for you. Yeah. Um, the boys ride off. The music kicks in. Big riding scene. Here we go. Everybody, season five. We're all feeling good on these bikes. We're all riding. It's awesome. And it's weird for me to see myself not in the front row anymore. Tig is so in the back now. Yeah. There's no, I'm not, I'm not the sergeant at arms. I was in a van. You know, you're <laughs> I've gone back to row five yeah. and you're in a van. You're I'm not even right. You're there to help out the old guy if he can't ride anymore. I don't know. Just different, different times on SOA now. And let me tell you, on those riding scenes, when I was in the van, there were a lot of times they're like, you don't have to drive it. We'll have someone else drive it. We're not going to see in there. And I was like, oh, cool. So I'll just, these guys to be out riding for the next three hours. You want me to just sit here? Sure. I just. I know. It's so lonely. So lonely. I'd be alone. So lonely. What a drag. I was like, what do I do here? Um, we still but, love those riding scenes together. Yeah, no, I wasn't in it. I was in a van. So, um, okay. Uh, Clay can't ride or he says he can't ride. We all know that's uh, a lie. Yeah. Because he's been riding great. He's in the van. Juice is looking troubled as always. Something's wrong. Juice has got issues. He doesn't know what's going on. He always <laughs> looks like he has to take a dump. He always yeah, looks like no. he's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And of course, Clay gets the perfect phone call at the perfect time. Perfect phone Boom. call. Perfect Outside the van. Time. Perfect. We got Where is go. he? He's lying to Juice. Let's go, Juicy boy. Let's go. Juice tries to play the good guy, but wait, we got to tell Jax. We got to tell. No. No. No, we don't. You no, we don't. Go. And he's caught in this. That worry uh, look on your face, Juicy Pants. Dad says, worry if dad God, says it. it, I got to do it. Right? Yeah. So here we go. Then we go to Gemma meets Lucius, which was cool little scene. Kid's great. I met him a bunch a, of times. I it's a perfect. Kid. Yeah, that kid was incredible. It's a, it's a perfect calm before the storm scene, you know, to see to see his son and beautiful boy and share his life with, the, you know, he's a bit of a player. He's, he's a player. A player and, Gemma and goes, again, you're a bit of a player. Yeah. And it's cool to see, though. Again, you know, I love seeing. uh scenes that are based in humanity a little around the madness right you know between all the the killing and chasing and all the and then the whole thing you just see a little like but again let me come back to here we are humanizing Gemma again she's getting off scot-free while clay is like the horrific human being that he's being painted out to be that's all i'm saying it's fine i love nero i love nero I just don't agree that Gemma is now being changed in a way. So let me ask you a question. Do you think that Sutter had this kind of planned out kind of arc for Gemma all along? I think it evolved, like you said. I think it evolved, too. I think he always needs an enemy. I think he always needed a big bad. Yeah. The big bad the first season was Mitch. Yeah. The, the, the big bad the second season was uh, Zobel. Zobel. The big bad the third season was Stahl. And was the Stahl. Irish. Yeah. Yeah. The big bad the fourth season was Roosevelt. Yeah. And Clay. Clay and became Clay. the big bad. Yeah. And the big bad this season is Clay and the Nomads. 
That's exactly right, bro. And, you know, because the big bad should be Pope, but no, Pope is on our team. Pope's basically like a club member. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Right. It started off with the burning of a freaking dawn. And it's going to end pretty drastically, and we'll yeah. get we'll get but there. He's but he's not the bad guy right now. No, not at all. So every season you need a big bad, and he wasn't going to make the big bad Gemma ever because Gemma doesn't have the firepower. She doesn't have the arsenal. She doesn't have the thing to be a a, a good rival because a hero is only as good as his enemy. Yeah, right? Batman's great because of the Joker. Yeah, the hero is only as good as the anti-hero all the time. Yeah, always, yeah. right? I mean, you yeah. look at the greatest movies ever, Die Hard. I mean, John McClane's only good because of Hans. You know, yeah. it's like you have to have the other. And he needed an enemy, and Clay was going to be that enemy. Yeah. I just don't think Ron got the message. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere in a fortune cookie that he's left in his trailer. He's waiting to find out. He's, he's waiting to find out. Email. Um, okay. So... Big fight. The crew meets with Quinn. Yeah. Giant Big brawl ensues. Here we go. Um, yeah. I just want to point out that the only TV show I actually do watch, because I do watch one TV show. Uh-huh. What might that be? I watch a show called This Is Us with my buddy Milo. Oh, I yeah. It's great. I love the show. And Milo's dad is played by the actor who was the mob guy in the oh, there you go. scene. Yeah. And the guy's great. There. Very good actor. Casanza. I think his name was Casanza or something like that. Hate him on the show. Hate him yeah. on This Is Us. He's a yeah. really bad guy. But um, when I saw him, I immediately thought about that. So we let, let's not skip over. We meet Rusty. Yeah. Large man. Um, we that, that was his intro. That was his intro. He plays Quinn. Always got the cap on his head. Uh, comes in. We meet him. And you were there, right? I was. Here's the brawl. Another brawl. Uh huh. Did you bite anybody? Did you have to bite? Did you get your ass? Bit? No, no. I I uh, got to really smack this guy through some glass. And we've talked about this before. How the director on every show that we do on when it comes to fighting and stuff, we're going to concentrate on okay, Tig and his guy, Chibs and his like we would you know we would pieces. do a big we're doing it in pieces pieces all in pieces. I enjoyed that fight because I don't even think I got punched. I think I got to kick and punch he goes yeah. right through some glass and it was like whoa yeah unless you're going to do like the real deal unless you're going to do like a big long john wick fight scene you don't really want to do like no you're like oh good. yeah so i'll just throw a punch and uh yeah i'll see you crafty uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you're just good you're good I, you're like you know you know it's not going to be about you the fight so you're no and like, it was a good day because we didn't have to worry about gunshots it was all just punch him up back in the old days it was good a little yeah. little you know western in a, in a bar I will admit that I was when I was watching the scene, I still don't know what happened. It was strange writing because I don't know what that guy said to Jax. Jax said, or Bobby threatened him with cartel, and then the guy said something. Yeah. Happened? No, it just escalated over. We're looking for somebody because he, he owes us a lot of money. And of course, Jax tells a bigger lie saying he had a half a million dollars, right. not the 250. So it's a bigger lie. And then a punch gets thrown and then we just get at it because we and needed action. Really in the say that they were going to lie. Like that just came out of nowhere. Just like came out. Spot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe you should have planted a seed on that or something. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter. Who cares? No. Who cares? Um, okay. So here's something interesting. Which is? Tara's with Otto. 
Oh, and back to the hospital. Yeah. The nurse who comes in. She was so good, by the way. Lana Logue's sister. No shit. Yes, shit. Yeah. She was so good. So good. So good. So real. She's good in everything she's in. She's Donald Logue's sister. And now we get into this sniffing scene. Starts with the sniffs. Can I just say, holy shit, I dropped my popcorn in this scene. I was eating popcorn too. <laughs> dropped it. I always drop all over the floor. The dog likes it. But um, I, this was not the full scene yet. We're just at nope. the sniffs. But when the, when the, when the prison door got open, oh can I, can I say something? Get the shit out of me. Scared the shit out of me too. But let me tell you something also that I realized. Don't those doors have windows? Sure. So didn't he see what was going on? Didn't he look? He should have. He should have let them go. He should have just watched the whole thing. Did this he enter kind of ass first or did he look before? Face he first. Face first. Didn't so look. He saw what was happening. Sure. He should have said, wait hey. a minute. Hey, what are you, are you hey. smelling? How come goes, no, I'm fine. Get out. I'm fine. He doesn't I'm doctor. need anything. Out. Yeah. I'm on Sons of Anarchy right now, buddy. Yeah. I'm doing a TV show. Yeah. Out. You're not supposed to be in this scene. No. Get out of here. Beat it. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. He didn't look through the window. He came uh-uh. in and asked first. Apparently, he came in with his head down. Suspension yeah. of disbelief. It's a fucking TV show. Get over it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So... <laughs> Um, all of a sudden, Frankie is firing on everyone. Juice has him. Juice gets the gun on him. You know, Frankie's firing. Juice gets him. And now Frankie lies. And Frankie tells him the truth. Right? Yep. Juice tries to take that in. And this is all happening real fast. I remember that day. I don't know. If I just, I just, I go, Theo. What do you remember about that day? I remember that it wasn't easy. I remember that tension was pretty high. How did the room smell? Like Macy's at Christmas. And beautiful. Yeah. Christmas time at Macy's. Um, I remember. Overwhelmingly beautiful, but go ahead. (laughs) Punching. I remember that (laughs) tension was high. We were killing someone off and we were kind of moving fast. And I think that everyone wanted it to be a, well, certain people wanted it to be a bigger deal. And then this was kind of where Clay and Jack's, this was really where we were at this point of like team this, team that. And now I'm implicated. I'm guilty by association. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I do. Part, I'm you're you're in the you're crew. team Clay now. Yeah. And this is, I remember this day, because whenever we were on location is when you really feel the divide. Because <clears throat> when you're at the studio, everybody's chilling together. You're all at your winnies. You know, you're all hanging out. But when you're on location, things get weird, right? People start teaming up. I didn't necessarily love what was going on here because as juice, I was kind of confused. And it was now, this was the first episode where it was read at our table read. Cause everybody knows we do a table read before we shoot any episodes. All yep. the actors come in, we sit around a giant table. It's the last and only show. They don't do that anymore. I'm assuming 
Well, is, they certainly don't during COVID. That's for damn Certainly sure. don't during COVID. We would meet every, if you were working or not, lunch on Wednesday or whatever day it was, you'd come You're in. You're showing up. Meet, well, that's the only time out. Dayton Callie ate. He would come it's in the only and time he ate, have his free and, lunch. Yeah, he brought a cooler so he could take extra food for the week. Yeah. And this was the one where you read when you went, oh, so Juice is now on the opposite team. Juice mm. is, Juice is going to be part of the enemy. And I remember thinking like, fuck, this is downhill for me from here. I didn't think I would last more than the end of the season. So I, I, I got to tell you, though, just to disagree a little bit. I as Tig, forget about Kim Coates, Tig. We didn't know what was really going on between Perlman, uh, between you and Jackson and Juice. Or I'm sorry, Clay and Juice. We didn't really know. But I never, ever forgot that Juice was in a pickle. He's just in a pickle. He's not doing anything wrong. Do you know what he's that in a, means being in a pickle? Pardon me? Do you know what that term means? Well, I, I know what I mean it to no, mean. No, we know but, what it means, but where did it come from? Oh, I have no idea. I guess I got to look that up. if you're in a pickle, wouldn't it be like you can't get out? Well, you're in a pickle jar. You're with a bunch of other well, pickles and you can't get out. Jar. You're in a jar. You can't get out. You're in a pickle. You can't get out. I want to get out. I want my own life. I want my own life. Nope. So I got to add jar to it. I was in a pickle jar. You're in a pickle jar. You're in a pickle jar? I have no idea. <laughs> Look it up, would you? Okay. We're on the fishing and the fishing at the Frankie Diamonds. And by the way, you, Lone Ranger and Tonto come blasting in. Blasting in. A little bit uncalled for. I mean, how many times did you shoot him? Eight? Four? Well, let's think head? about this. So Too I much. come in, I come in with the Red Ranger rifle. Like, right? Come I, on. I come in, I got it right at his chest. He tells me Clay's the one who did everything. Now, again, call me stupid, and I'm okay if you do. I don't necessarily love the word, but for me, it's totally fitting. Didn't Clay tell me something when I admitted to him about your dad? I admitted to Clay. What did Clay tell me? Oh, geez. Did he talk about the home invasions? Didn't he? Maybe he did. Fuck, that was two shows ago. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. But what didn't he tell me? Why am I so surprised? Oh, no, maybe he tells me he killed Piney. No, he told everybody that already. Damn. Good point. What did he Not sure me? I remember. What did he tell me? Me neither. It was like two episodes. Peeps, help us out. Help us out. Come on. Help us Ooh. out. But he told me something when Juice told him about his And they said, now we're attached about. at the hip, Juicy. Right. We told, yeah. So he told me something. And I thought it had to do with the home invasion. So for a second while I was watching this, I was like, why is Juice so surprised? But again, yeah, I'm not sh- I'm, anyway. I'm sure people will tell us who cares. It doesn't matter. It does matter, but it doesn't matter. Um, in the grand scheme of life, it means nothing. And then we all come blasting in. Everybody Jackson, comes to the team. Same. We're in this standoff. Standoff. We don't do anything. We're all going to wait. And then here comes This Is Us, Milo Ventimiglia's dad. He comes in and no questions asked. He shoots him 963 times. And I, and I got to tell you, I didn't remember any of that. Me neither. He had to go, how convenient. Clay doesn't have to blow away diamonds and his monster plan stays somewhat safe. Sure. Clay lives to see another day or season in this case. Yep. There True. it is. There it is. So there it is. The secret safe. Gemma gives Nero the ashes. They break into the mausoleum. The I love lines, how she goes, here's Carla. I love all that. Here's Carla. They break in, all that. That was funny. And then I she says, that. do you think I'm Tig? Where he's like, that's Oh, funny. yeah, that, that was cute. 
they love keeping that storyline alive. They huh? sure do. Necrophiliacs alive yeah. and well when it comes to Tig. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a good little moment for Jimmy when he's putting the ashes in the flower thing. And all. Come on. Great moment. Like, again, fuck Theo. We've done how many movies and TV shows and yeah. gosh, it's been great. Yeah. And we're talking about it right now. But when you're cast as Nero, yeah. as Jimmy Smith, and you have three seasons to just come in and have some talk about great writing. Very Talk right. about elevating the show, certainly in Gemma's world. Yeah. Um, great. Just great. Not a false beat. Not a bad line. He just has great writing. Never a false beat. Never God fucking beat. damn it. Is he good on the show? So we go back at the cabin. Um, and now Clay has Juice lying for him because he fucking asked and Juice covers him. When Jax yeah. asked Clay, he, you know, how did you know about Kukuza or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. Well, we just wanted to get here before. So Juice is now lying. He's part of this now. Oh, yeah. And he's, he can't get out of it. There's no way you can get out of it. No. He's in a pickle jar. Yeah. You're not getting he, out. He's in the jar. They're in trouble. And now we go back. Here we go. Tara's back with Otto. Um, oh, my God. Theo. I don't know what's going on here. I'm, I'm, but I'm going, you know. He wants to unhook un, his un, hand. Un, unhook my hand. He's making the scene as creepy as fucking possible. As creepy, and he's smelling her. Yeah. And then the hand goes, Slow. and you just, you know, and I, I, I don't know. I, I was just uncomfortable. Went, I just went thank, and I, you know, I don't. I'm not really. I'm not a huge religious guy at all. But thank the Lord it ended the way it did. I mean, I, I thought the hand was going to come up like a Frankenstein through the, yeah, you know. And then he's crying. I was just like watching. I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> what's going on here sheesh i don't know no it's a sheesh that, moment that's a sheesh moment sheesh. i wonder how I maggie know. boy if we could ever get maggie on this thing yeah. maggie how'd you feel on that stockton hospital with sutter how'd that yeah. go for you the creator showrunner the is, creator showrunner yeah punching his nuts right next to you <laughs> weird <laughs> Well, she does the same thing coming she's up. She's fantastic. Right. Yeah, but she's fantastic in that scene. Her reactions, great. her facial reactions. Maggie's always great, too. So here we go. Uh, after that uncomfortableness, everyone is back at TM. Um, this is a big episode for Bobby. I've said it before. He's got yep. some really good stuff here. Um, yep. And then they, this is, I just have to bring this up when they, these are the funniest parts. Okay, so you, Clay, and Filthy Phil go stand by that bike. We're going to shoot you on a long shot. They're talking about you, and they're going to see you guys over there. But, you know, pretend they don't see you. You know, like you don't see them or whatever. And there you are. We're in the TM thing pretending I'm working on the bike. Bullshit. My knees were killing me. I'm literally bending <laughs> down for hours. <laughs> you still see me over here? And you still like, see me over here? Come on. Like, can, you, can you lean down by the engine? I'm like, fuck. I'm it's Thursday Night Football. Over. Yeah, we I mean, have to lean down for the whole time. Can the I whole time, something? my back's gonna go out. Yeah, you got a little seat. Or something? I'm not gonna make milk. the final edit anyway. Got a milk crate? Like I don't want to <laughs> sit here. I don't want to stand down, bend down. I got to bend down the whole fucking time. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was that. Uh, they're looking over there. Bobby and Jax are talking about you know that basically Clay got away with it. Yeah. Um, then we find out Abel has been released. Yep. And uh, they tell her about the Oregon offer still on the table. This yep. Oregon offer has been around forever. And I, I just got to say that, you know, McNally, Margaret Murphy, who plays McNally, 
she's just so happy in all these scenes now. I wonder if she got a raise in season five. Like she's just always so, so happy. Happy. She used to be such a curmudgeon and a bit of a you know, a bit of a you know, oh, you oh know. My. So going. Hello, hello, Tara. Your your offer's coming. How's the wrist? The sun is good. I'm going to go have some tea and cake. Yeah. Would you like to join? No, Meanwhile, she's know. got a giant tattoo on her back that nobody's Yeah, about. we know where it is. We've seen that tattoo. Yeah, we've seen it the whole back. Anyway, forward. just really cool writing for her. It's all happy, Bill, now. All right. So Clay goes in with Bobby. He's in the room. It's a good scene. In the chapel. Good scene. And here's what I wrote here. Everyone's at odds. Where the fuck is Tig? <laughs> what I wrote here. You know where Tig is? He's literally calling up Walton Goggins going, Hey man, you coming back? Are you, are you, you know, you hurt? You putting the breasts yeah. back on? What's happening with you? Hey, Coatsy, what are you doing? Sitting in my winter bag. I'm waiting to work, waiting to work. Really? Uh, the two best lines in that scene though, when Clay goes, my conscience is clear. And then Bobby goes, that is something that never got in your way. Yeah. What a great line for Bobby to throw back at Clay. That consciousness that you say is clear. It you it never got in your way, Clay. Never. Yeah. But he did what he had to do. When I say where the fuck is Tig, let me let me explain what I mean by that. Did they ever at one point want to have like any moment with Clay and Tig where it's nope. like where like Clay walks by and is like, hey, and Tig's like, hey. We we have we have one coming up. I believe, I think. These guys were attached at the hip. Oh, but it's part of the problem, Theo. We, 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 this, you can't be a show this big and this successful without issues on the side. And there was a constant Ron Perlman, Kim Coates kind of thrust of, we've got to finish Clay and Tig off somehow. We've got to add to whatever that was, something. And we never, we never got that. We Even never he got was saying to like Clay saying, Clay saying to Tig, like, so you with Jax now, huh? or you're with him 100%. You know, what does he have on you or something? No, that, the, 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 only, the only thing we had is when Clay got shot and I went after in season four, I went after and killed Pope's daughter. And cause I'm all on his side and I, I cry in the hospital with him and that, that's it. That's all we got. That's it. So uh, Taryn Jax are heading home. And yeah, Gemma is there. She yeah. wants assurances. Again, making Gemma look like the good one, but she wants assurances. Tara, Tara gives her the assurance. And now Jax is heading out, right? Here he yep. goes. We don't know what. We don't know what's going on. Gemma's with Nero. The birds, kind of cool. The birds came back around. She's always had That is cool. Out. I didn't mind that at all. Can I just say something on a personal note? Not no. Yes, matter. of course you can. I'm going to say something. Having birds in a cage is pretty heinous. Choose to do what you want. Birds are supposed to fly. I have to say that that bird behind me is not in a cage. No. It's going to fly off that wall outside whenever it wants. I've never had a bird. We never had fish in a tank. We had dogs, dogs, dogs all the time. And yeah, to each their own, I suppose. But yeah, no, that's not not my I would just think... Cause I had fish tanks when I was a kid and I had all that, but like fish should be in the rivers or the oceans or the, like what I'm just trying to think like, you know, isn't it comparable in a weird way to solidation, you know, being in solitary confinement. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to make too big of a stretch here, but isn't it the same thing? Could be no matter how well you're cared for. If somebody said, Hey, right now, 
you're going to get the best food. You're going to get so much love, but I just want to let you know, you can't leave. Yeah. You go, no, well, <laughs> no, first, first no, I know. It sounded great. No, 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 no. You're going to get the best food. You're going to get the most love, but you can't leave. Like, you know, I, I, I and again, this could go into a very <laughs> strange existential. No, and it did. I, I just said just that. I, of, I was just thinking about I that. love how Gemma loves birds, but I never thought. It, yeah, no, they're inside. They're never going, never going away. I'm watching these two beautiful birds and I'm thinking they're in a pretty small cage. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Maybe I was feeling good pickup. I'm empathic for the birds. Um, so I was just thinking of all animals. It's the worst because the sky is giant. Like they should be in the sky. Yeah. These birds would go to the edge of the house and they'd go, okay, fly little ones fly. And they go, I'm not going out there. No, they go. I'll be right out here. I'm not, I'm going to stay right here in this cage. I'm, I'm not. Right here. We don't fly no. that high. You can <laughs> stay right here. Um, okay. So now Tara's being strange with the perfume. We don't know what's about to happen. And here we go. Panky, panky. Panky, panky with your own spanky. Panky, panky with your own spanky with your own hanky. And you're doing it. And that's what you're doing. Okay. You're not asking for Kleenex on the side. You're going in with your own hanky and action. Hanky. That's the way this is going down. Frankie spanky. Yeah. (laughs) That's, That's the way this is. That's the way. We wrote so, it. That's the you, was she turned on by Otto or was she turned on by the situation? She was turned on by that kiss she had with Jax and Jax couldn't stay because the kiss was so fucking good. And I want you to stay. I want you to stay. And Jax went, nope, got to go. Tara realized, well, if you got to go, I'm going to pull out my hanky. Because I got to go. go too. And I'm going to do it right here. Yeah. And I'm going to go right here with Frankie Spank. Yeah. Got it. FX, 10 o'clock, Tuesday nights, 2012. Okay. Jack shows Roosevelt Frankie. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he did. Yep. Dead in the trunk. Dead in the trunk. Always a fun night, right? Dead in the trunk. Um, and Roosevelt, not happy, comes to his senses. What the fuck am I doing out here with a felon, you know, with guns and dead yep. bodies? And just tells him about juice. Jax figures it out like a Rubik's cube. Um, right Process away. of elimination right away. Yeah. Process of elimination. And uh, and then our montage starts. We're in trouble. Here juice we go. Well, trouble. you're you're in trouble. Juice is in trouble. Juice yeah. is in trouble. Everybody's in trouble because yeah. uh, the show's now everybody's in trouble. Juice yeah. is at Clay's, and Gemma shows up. Because now she's going to go through with this to see her grandkids, to to take care of this. And this is a very, uh, for lack of a better word, famous picture. I always see a juice is him when he comes up and he has that big smile looking at Jim yeah. and Clay. And that was like the son saw the parents kissing and dancing, yeah. you know, in the kitchen. You know, like, yeah. see, like the parents dancing in the kitchen and the kids smiling. That's it. Him. I see my sons doing it when my wife and I are in the kitchen and we're like, you'll see my sons looking from the table. Yeah. And that's exactly what I based that scene on. Like juice was like, Oh, everything's good. Everything's well, then you good. did it completely correct. Good. Because it was beautiful. And, and, and also the smile on, on Clay's face. Yeah. He was like, what are you doing here? Oh my gosh, my hands, my wife, my past. It really was a, an opportunity for a family photo at that moment. Yeah, my hands missed you. The whole thing. My hands yeah. missed you. Yeah. And then Jax is tailing juice. Shit. And shit. I have no idea what happens in the next episode. I don't know anything. I don't remember anything. I do know that that 
the thing where he says you betrayed me is not for a while, I think. Buddy, hello. Buddy, I've got a blue shirt on. I'm Biscotti. in the West Coast. Biscotti. No, what was it? Biscotti No, no, this is this one was called Andare Biscotti. Andare Biscotti. It's over. That's that's the end of the episode. Now you got everybody thinking poor little Juicy is screwed. Oh, for sure. He ain't going to make it. We're losing then, everybody. He ain't going to make it. And there's only four shows left in season five. And I know for a fact, I know what happens in the last one. I don't. If you, if you think you can tell me what happens in the next 10, 11, and 12, forget about it. Forget, forget about, about, about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. And about a movie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I love you. So that's it. That's it. Grazie, prego. Uh, Grazie, prego. God, I love you. Goodbye. Jesus, that was good. Goodbye, brother. Good Good luck. Juice, I'm praying for you. I'm not religious at all. Me too. I'm praying for juice. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you, buddy. Love you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available, and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say. This life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo. Shout out to my crew, the Theory Team. The team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.